0: Welcome to another episode of Exposure Runs, the podcast. Um, as an outsider of Chicago, I'm extremely humbled and, 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 and happy to have uh, one of probably the most legendary coach in Chicago history, in Illinois state history. Just read off a little bit of uh, his accolades here. Uh, 19 plus seasons coaching, seven Chicago Public League championships, 500 plus wins, six state championships, four of them were consecutive, 13 IHSA sectional championships, the 2012 2013 NFHS National Coach of the Year, over 80% winning percentage. (laughs) That's that's wild. (laughs) That's wild as hell, (laughs) yo. And it has coached some of the most legendary and well-known NBA players in history. Obviously everyone knows Derrick Rhodes and Jabari Parker. Of course, most recently, Taylor Horton Tucker, Kendrick Nunn, legends, Nick Anderson and Bobby Simmons, which by the way, when I was, you know, gravitating or, or gathering some information, I didn't realize Bobby Simmons went to Simeon. Did not know that. Yeah. <laughs> um, Also, uh, more recently, obviously, who I would know is, um, you know, Jalen Griffin, the Ruben Twins, um, Caden Space, and a a lot of them guys and the success that you've had um, from the time you started up until now. And then I was told also that one of the best players that you've uh, coached, um, unfortunately has some, you know, uh, later in life issues, but Keisel Brown was one of your best players, um, and probably Simeon history now. You can tell me otherwise, but that's what I was told as an outsider. Uh, my very first question, and before I get to that, let's welcome Coach, recently retired Coach Robert Smith to the show.
1: Oh, thank you for having me. Uh, I really appreciate it.
0: Yeah, I appreciate you being here. Um, it's I, again, I, I know you from afar as, as a as a fan of Simeons, obviously, but just um, the history of Chicago when when you move here. When I moved here from Philadelphia, it was, you know, the Chicago culture in Simeon. That's that was like one of the first two things I learned when I moved here in 2012. So, I've always seen you from afar. I've always kind of admired the work that you was doing down at um, down at Simeon. So I'm really happy that you're here.
1: Yeah, I got it. Somebody keep messing up these stats. I have eight. Uh, city championships, but you got that from someplace because somebody keep putting that out. That seven. So let's correct that. Yeah, because they not they not easy to come by. <laughs> they are not easy
0: to come by. And, <laughs> and I'm and I appreciate you telling me. So uh, yeah. let's 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 make sure we let them know that the brother has eight city champions, yeah. Well, eight uh, Chicago League Public cha- Championships. F- now is four consecutively correct. Yeah, yeah that, that's right. Okay, so that's, that's, great. Correct. Yeah, that's, okay. That's, that's correct. Okay, But welcome to the show, Coach.
1: Uh, thanks for having me. I, appreciate uh, I really that. appreciate being here. Uh, it's, it's an honor, you know, um, everybody asking me, how's retirement and how's that going? But my kids got me all over the place.
0: That was the very first question I asked you when I seen you.
1: And it's, as soon as people see me, that's the first thing they ask.
0: I mean, it's, that, that's what they want to know. They that's think retirement means kick your feet up, some cigars, some lemonade, maybe a beer, but no, nah, that's not the case. Not for me. Not for
1: you. <laughs> not right now. <laughs> you, anyway. you would take some of that, though. Yeah, I would love to have a moment. Okay. I haven't even had a moment. So people are always asking, like, what are you planning on doing next? And I really haven't had a chance to sit down and even think about next because I've been dealing with them so much and making sure that they, um, being successful at what they're trying to do, and that was part of my reason of you know stepping down was to make sure that they were okay um, and be able to spend my time with them. I didn't mm-hmm. want to go through this whole process of coaching and not get them their undivided attention. You know, um, they were all at the games, but. Is different, just being daddy.
0: Yes, yes. A lot different. Now, not not even daring to compare myself to the coaching um, hierarchy that you are, but when Xavier first started playing, I coached him a little bit, and it did get to a point where it was like, you know, I I, I think I just want to be dad. I don't want to be coaching. And plus, we was butting his too much because his ass was – he was driving me crazy, man. <laughs> so what made you get into coaching? Um,
1: It's funny. It's a friend of mine, Mike Oliver,
0: mm-hmm. uh,
1: over at Curie. Uh,
0: Shout he, out to Coach he, Oliver.
1: He had started coaching at Curie, and I was just coming home from, from playing over at uh, in college. And um, he was coaching at Curie, and he, we was at the gym because we grew up with each other. And he like, man, I'm coaching at Curie. You should come over there. Mm-hmm. I said, man, I ain't been involved with no kids, man. <laughs> I'm not being involved with kids. So this was early in the process. So then playing, and I end up hurting my knee, just not playing anymore. And then he was like, well, you ain't doing nothing. You should just come over. So I went over one day, and I found myself, like, asking kids, why did you do that? Why wouldn't you do this? Why did you do that? So I went back, and I went back, and I went back, and then I was there. And um, I, I really appreciate him even seeing that in me, mm-hmm. you know, because he knew that he could tell, like, this would be good for me. Mm-hmm. You know, um, when you get done playing basketball, you're trying to figure out what's going to be that next step. Right. Um, and he was already here doing that, and he was like, Man, you might as well get into it. This right. is something that we could do and give back to our community mm-hmm. and give back to different people and help people out because we've been through this already. Mm-hmm. So, um, just listening to him through that time and at the very beginning, which was good. And I mean, it's funny because all of this stuff is truly a blessing from God. You know, my first year coaching at Curie, my, my sophomore team, we went 35 and 0. Damn. And we didn't have a kid over six foot. Damn. So it was like, success from the start.
0: Right, right off the bat.
1: Yeah. So it's like, wow. So then, you know, I'd made the transition um, of leaving from there and going to Simeon. Simeon. Um, I graduated from Simeon as well. So right, I was, right. I just ended up going back home where, you know, to help build a program.
0: And what was that like when you, you know, coaching at your high school that you went to? Like, what was that nostalgia like?
1: It was great because I was able to learn a lot of stuff from Coach Hamburg. Um, you know, when I was there, we... I don't know how our relationship was. I don't think it was the best because I just thought he was this mean old man. Right. You know, because he was a disciplinarian, you know, and my father wasn't around at the time. So mm-hmm. I'm just like, oh, this man's just mean. I don't want to be bothered with him. Right, right, right. So if he was on the left side of the hallway, I went on the right side mm-hmm. of the hallway. Mm-hmm. But um, as time went on, he, I grew on him and he grew on me. Um, and then when I got there, it was just like a father-son situation, and he just wanted to help me grow as a coach. So um, – it was great being there, learning from him, which I think is probably one of the best coaches to ever coach in the mm-hmm. state of Illinois. Mm-hmm. Um, and probably could have won more if he wasn't in his ways. Mm. You know, he was in his ways, like it's this way or no way. And we had a bunch of talent. And we couldn't him, really adjust. And, and guys couldn't get to his way. So we didn't win. I mean, and he was okay with that. His thing was –
0: You're going to do it do my good. way? Yeah, you're going to do it my way. Yeah,
1: and, and wins, it, the wins and losses went out the door with mm-hmm. him after a while it was more helping young men become to be me. And that was his whole, thing. Mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. and we all grew from him. We definitely did. We we learned so much from him. It was ridiculous. Mm-hmm. I mean, a lot of us at that time, I, not all of us, but a lot of us, our dads weren't around. Mm-hmm. So he was like our father figure.
0: Mm. What type of student was Robert Smith?
1: I was fair. You know, I didn't put a lot of work into school because basketball was all I thought about. Mm-hmm. You know, um, I could do the work whenever I, you know, I could just go do it, right? Right. I wasn't a guy who was gonna be sitting at home study, studying. Studying. Study, study. <laughs> I'm gonna get the grade. I'm gonna get it. I'm gonna move on. So
0: I can play ball. It. I just need to pass to play ball. Yeah. Okay.
1: And then that's that was my mindset. But my kids in a different, definitely a different world than me. Right. You know they they haven't seen a, a nothing but age since they've been in preschool.
0: Now was that instilled in them, or that just kind of became them, and you groomed that, um, or both?
1: But that's both. We 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 had long talks when they we were young. And I think a lot of kids miss out on preschool. I did think that. You learn a lot in preschool. Mm-hmm. And if you don't go to preschool, you kind of like start off behind. Mm. So both of them was in preschool, and I think that kind of elevated them to do a lot of stuff. They, I mean, I didn't teach my kids how to tie their shoes. They learned learn how to tie their shoes in preschool. Gotcha. You know, so those little bitty things like those that. Those
0: little developmental things. Yeah. yeah and yeah. we don't
1: think that important, mm-hmm. but they're very important. Mm-hmm. You know, and, and school is, is really big to both of them. They, they really, my daughter has a, a 4.0 GPA, mm. and my son, doesn't getting them, but all A's right now. You know, so school is very important to them as well.
0: Okay, um, talking about all the we we mentioned all the the um, the lineage of players that you've coached. Uh, who was your favorite, and who took the longest to buy in?
1: Those guys that you got on that list, they all was in from the start. Mm. That's what made us as a team be so successful, and okay. made them be so successful, okay. because they were already in. They were in, and the most important person was in with their parents. So that that's that's the most important thing. When you got parents that's on board with the coach, it makes it
0: it's a lot easier. Yeah, mm-hmm.
1: and especially when you got guys like Derrick Rose and Larry mm-hmm. Parker and those type of things, and people don't understand what. Derek and his brothers and his mother, they was fully in on what we were trying to do. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah, of course they wanted to see some other things happen with their son, which was okay, but they were fully in with us winning. And that's all they cared about. And that's all he cared about. Mm-hmm. You know, he didn't care about getting 30 points and doing He just wanted to win. That's yeah. And mm-hmm. when you got kids like that and parents like that, it makes us it makes our job so much easier. As as a coach. As a coach so much easier. Okay. In the last couple of years with these kids I had it, it was so easy because their parents were fully
0: on board. Was we fully on board. And that makes the the whole like you talked about the process makes it a lot easier. Yes. Okay. Uh you be you began coaching in two thousand and four, correct? Yes. Um, how were the players different back then than how they are today as far as as far as taking tough coaching?
1: Well, it's changed a lot. You know, times have changed. We we can really, we used to really be able to get into those kids in two thousand and four. That that era of kids. Uh, As time has went on, you have to use a different approach.
0: Okay.
1: Um, You still can get into some of them, uh, but for me, what I did was, and what what I thought was successful for me is, as I figured out the the background of the kid and the parent. Okay. You know, uh, does his parent get on him? You know, so uh, if his parent gets home, he can handle me getting home. Got you. But if his parents is a little passive and they go, so I have to talk to him different. Hey, you, can you do it this? Look at this. Let's look at this. Let's do it this way. Let's try it this way. Just the, the tone and everything has to be different because that's the tone that he gets at home all the time.
0: So you had to do your homework on that?
1: Yeah. Okay. I mean, you could talk to parents and tell how they discipline their kids, okay. if they discipline or not. I might have to be the only person disciplined.
0: Right, right. You might be the only discipline they get. getting. <laughs> yeah,
1: so you have to figure that out. And and people don't understand that because it's part of building them as young men, too. You I right. understand. Like, I could go screaming at somebody and they just shut down on me. Mm-hmm. You know, and that's not going to help us to be successful on the court. On the court, right? You know? uh, so it's just building that and understanding who the kids were. You know, you from their upbringing, where they live at, where they come from, all those different things. You could kind of pick that up.
0: That's interesting. Uh, I, I'm glad you you said that a lot of times because I don't think I don't think parents take enough accountability in realizing that some of their Player, their children's inabilities to navigate through those waters, particularly if they're getting ready to play at the next level, like they play a part in that, a huge part in that.
1: Yeah. And I mean, I explain to them all the time like, you know, if you go to Michigan State, they don't care. He, Coach Izzo don't care about your parent. He's <laughs> going to get in your face and yell at you. So you better get used to it now. Right, right. You know, and, and they're making millions of dollars. Mm-hmm. So they don't have time for, for none of the, for the baby, yeah, yeah, for the baby in the shit. Yeah, I that, got so. you.
0: Yeah. Um, championships is obviously always the goal. And with so many accolades and championships that you have and players coach, is there anything you feel you didn't accomplish while you were coaching?
1: Yeah, won the national championship. And we weren't able to, to – uh, even compete for it because the IHSA has different rules for us to be able to compete for the national championship. So that was the only thing that's on that list that's not on there that I that I set as a goal, um, and that's it. The other things I I I set those. Those were the goals that I set from day one when I first started. Mm. Uh, did I think they were gonna happen? Yeah. No, not really. But I just set them as high as I could set them to push myself to, try to be the best mm-hmm. person, the best coach that. You know, ever been here and in the state of Illinois, so that was it. And I tell the young coaches now, uh, even Coach Flowers, who took over for me, mm-hmm.
0: who was one of your players, correct? Yes, yes.
1: If you're going there saying that you're gonna to try to be better than me, then you may fail. Because if it don't happen, you're gonna feel like you failed.
0: But so with that, with that same thought and that same mindset, wouldn't that be? Wouldn't he consider that a goal to set, like you set for yourself? Yeah. It, Or should he align or word the goal
1: differently? He should word it differently. Okay, okay. Because it's it's what I did and what we did, let me take that back. I keep saying what I, because I didn't do it by myself. Mm -hmm. What we did is unheard of in any state.
0: In any state. Uh, In, In any sport, almost. Yeah. Yeah.
1: I got some friends who've won seven, eight state championships as well in other states, but... It's not as competitive as it is here, mm-hmm. and they they rolled is so much different than than what we have to go through. Mm-hmm. Here. So, it's it's kind of unheard of, you know. Sometimes I look back and be like, "This can't be real,"
0: mm-hmm.
1: you know, like this just can't be real, you know. And um, people always say, "Well, you had all the players, and you had great players." Some sometimes them the hardest people to coach.
0: The, the great ones.
1: And having seven of them who could really play, mm-hmm. you got to manage that, and you got to manage their parents.
0: Talk about that a little bit. Like, how difficult was that for you in the beginning to the middle and as you got towards the end? Did you care more in the beginning about that, or did you kind of, like, stay the same throughout?
1: Well, at the beginning, it was all about winning. You know, that was our goal. We wanted to win. And it always been about winning, but winning was the absolute
0: Mm -hmm. goal. We got
1: to win. We got to win. And as I started to get older, it's like, hey, let's make sure we get these kids get in college. That's the most important thing. Mm-hmm. Let's make sure everybody gets a scholarship. Let's make sure everybody go to school. Everybody not going to Duke. Everybody not going to North Carolina. But we can get somebody we can
0: get, get the them to school. school.
1: And that should be the goal. Right. You know, so that's what we start to focus on. Um, a couple of years after we had started winning, we start focusing on making sure everybody went to school. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And we've got everybody in school now, did they stay? Uh, no. Okay. And everybody has went to school.
0: Had an opportunity.
1: Yes. And mm-hmm. we did everything. We talked to people. We got them in. Wherever it was at, if it was at Kimdy King, it was Joliet, we just made sure the kids got to school mm-hmm. so nobody could say that. Well, you didn't even help them get in school. That's not. We did. Mm-hmm. Now, when you get there, That's you get the, you got, you got yeah, to do that you got, on your it, own. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. You know, and if it don't work, just give us a call. We'll help you still. You know, I'm, I was on the phone this week. I, I talked to Miles. I talked to Wes, mm-hmm. I talked to Caden, I talked to Jalen and I talked to Sam, um, either today or tomorrow. Just to check and make sure that they're doing fine. Mm-hmm. You know, it's an adjustment from high school to college. It's a
0: huge adjustment and I don't think they really understand and not just not just the game, because obviously that don't really even start yet. Like the adjustments of college itself, first of all, the freedom, mm-hmm. the, the, just the making the decisions that you have to make, uh, nobody there to wake you up for class. Yeah. I, it was a rude, like I remember, it was a rude awakening for my ass when I got to college. So <laughs> yeah. I can only imagine. And you know, Xavier is, I don't want to say that he's sheltered, but my wife and I did but a pretty sheltered. <laughs> okay. Okay.
1: He's sheltered, okay. but he's not sheltered. He, I mean, we all have, we all do that to our kids, now. right? Right. It's a different upbringing. It is it's a different world. So we we shelter them. We do, and and there's nothing wrong with that. It's just to a certain extent on how you shelter them, right? And I'm guilty of it too, right? You know, with with my my son and my daughter, like. They think they run Chicago. My kids, they think they can walk in any place. <laughs> I mean, place. you ro-
0: but you're royalty though.
1: I mean, but they still like I explained to them that this is you just this is not just given to you.
0: Sometimes they don't understand that they don't. But and I'm, I'm not. And again, I'm 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 not on your level, particularly in basketball. But you know, just and from Philadelphia and even the the lane that I've been able to create here, like just I don't want to say Xavier thinks that because I know he ain't on the level as your children are as far as that go, but sometimes he does have that and then and it's kind of like uh, people ain't gonna just give you stuff just because you know me or just because you my son you right. still gotta earn it but even if that is the case you gotta still earn the, the rest of it like they'll give you like a little bit but you gotta <laughs> yeah, earn
1: definitely. a little bit more I mean it's funny this was this season so and my son was going to some Bulls games when I, I had a chance and mm-hmm. um, I told him we gonna go to a game and his first question was what are we sitting at? <laughs> <laughs> I said, well, we're going to sit, you know, on the floor this time, close, whatever. And we went back and he said, well, we're sitting there, Daddy. We're sitting on the floor. I said, now we're going to sit, you know, in section one. So then we went back and we sat in the suite. So I said, you know what? We're going to go back, but we're going to sit in the 300 levels. I didn't tell him that.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: But we went back and I said, he said, well, we're sitting there. Dad I said, we're going to be close. And we went to the three hundred level. He said, "Why are we going up here?" I he said, was well, tight to our seats to that. He was tight, and he like, "Why are we going up here today?" <laughs> I said, "Because you need to be with the regular folks. Yeah. Stop thinking that you something bigger than the regular people. You need to sit up here with them. This this is okay. This is not like you just giving everything." Okay, he probably had more fun up, up there, there than he did down. Mm. Because when we left, he was like, oh, well, I had so much fun. Mm-hmm. And he probably had more fun just because of that, because he was able to be around people like him, you know, to a certain extent. So he – he, I had to teach him that and, mm-hmm. and let him understand that, because it's not – I didn't even get a chance to go to Bulls games.
0: Right. And when I was coming up, we didn't like we at a point now in my family where once or twice a year we travel to watch the Eagles. Like around Xavier's birthday, like we plan to go to a Eagles game. We done been to Arizona. We done been to Vegas, and they done got him and my youngest son done got accustomed to that, and. But I have to admit, like you said, some of that is my fault because, like, when we go to games, I I feel like I've worked hard enough that now I don't even, you know, no disrespect to the people that sit up there, but I don't want to fucking sit up there sometimes. And it's like I earned the right to put my feet on the floor. <laughs> the fuck? I feel you. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So, like, I, I understand what you're saying in that regard. I mean, and, it, and it's
1: great. he he 11 and he had been in 23 different states. Damn. I thought Ziggy was doing something. I mean, He's six. He ain't been to 23, but he been, he been to 20. I mean, we sat and counted him like about a month ago. Mm-hmm. We were going to, you know, we went going to town somewhere for AU. And I'm like, how many states you been to? Where mm-hmm. have you been? Mm-hmm. You know, and we just started counting. He was mm-hmm. like, I've been here. I've been here. I'm like, whoa. <laughs> that
0: kind of feel good though, to be able to know that you provided those opportunities for yeah. each other. Yeah. I
1: mean, I mean, this is what I work for. Mm-hmm. You know, I worked to, to be able to do that for both of them. And, um, One thing that I did as growing up with my mom and and my brothers and my sisters was I I said I would not have my kids in this situation. Right. Whatever, I I was going to make sure that they wouldn't be in this same situation that we was in. Right. And my mother did a great job of making sure that we were okay, but she struggled to make sure she was okay. And I didn't want my kids to have to struggle to be okay.
0: I I think we all, like even, you know— I talk to Bo a lot, you know, the producer, like when we talk about our kids, I think that is the ultimate goal when you become a parent mm-hmm. is it is no disrespect to the par- to your parent. Right. It's like you saw them struggle and you just want to do just a little bit better. Mm-hmm. And then the hope is that they pick up and your children can make their children a little right. bit better. That's definitely the ultimate goal. So yeah. um, you played at Simeon. Scout your game. What kind of player were you? Uh,
1: I was a defensive guy. Okay. I, I mean, I, I uh. Hung my hat on playing defense. And that's, if you ever watch our teams, we try to play defense as best. I mean, we pretty much be a good defensive team because that's my concept mm-hmm. in, in being able to win. Uh, I got better in college because I had more time to just work on my game as far as offensively. Gotcha. Uh, so I ended up going to junior college in Casper, Wyoming, which was one, probably one of the best things I ever did was to be able to get away Okay. I mean, nothing else to do But basketball
0: but Nothing Just focus Basket, on that it's Basketball in basketball school. school That's it mm-hmm.
1: So I stayed in the gym And um, Adam Morrison His mm-hmm. dad was my coach
0: Oh wow yeah. Adam Morrison That went to Gonzaga Yeah
1: his dad was my coach Okay in, in junior college And we went to National Championship Well not national We went to Hutch Okay, okay. We Finished 14th in the country Okay uh, And then I went to uh, University of Baylor For a year Oh uh, I was there for one year And then my I left there and went to uh, NAIA school in Oklahoma which was pretty much a division one school we had 23 division one transfers in our conference wow and Oklahoma City was the team it was the number one team in the country uh, Java played on that team in okay. Oklahoma City okay. so I played against them in college and they won the national championship uh, it was pretty much number. they had two guys that got drafted on, off their team in high oh, wow. school so like we had a and we'd go to games and we'd be like oh I just
0: played against him last year he was at Murray State right? Right, right, you know? right, right, <laughs> so everybody
1: right, right. remembered each other so from... the competition
0: in the AI is, is good it was, it was good
1: that, it was really good
0: Xavier's going to Indiana Tech so okay. you know they got a really good program down there shout out to Indiana Tech and Coach Albert um, Coach Rob the player could Coach Rob the coach coach him
1: oh yeah yeah. I was easy guy Okay. I was easy it didn't take much for me um, I mean because I just wanted to guard people <laughs> And, and my teammates, they loved it. Okay, so they didn't have to guard the best players. They knew I would do then it. You would do it. Yeah. Okay. You know? But what it did was it kept me on the floor. It kept me on the floor. And, and the thing about it is I, I came to Simeon, and I'm not. I'm from the west side of Chicago. Oh. Yeah. I'm okay. not even from the south. Gotcha. I, I, I just, I was a little, serious as a kid, and and the guy at the park was like, told my mom that I needed. I didn't need to go to the schools of the neighborhood. I needed to go outside to Out the, the neighborhood. I the neighborhood. Don't be around the guys from the neighborhood, you know, just to get me to where I need to be. <laughs> so, Coach Hamrick was a disciplinarian. He knew that. Got he you. Was like, he needs to go with him. Got you. He's gonna make sure that he's fine.
0: Got you. I mean, now, how difficult was that with the culture of Chicago? I I try not to reference too much of the negativity when it comes to the gangs and all of that. But back during that time, like, how difficult was that to go from the West Side to the South Side?
1: I mean, it, it just. It is what it is. You know, I had to go to school. You know, and my mother said this why where I had to go. Right. You know, and I didn't even, I mean, it's funny because I didn't even know how to get there. You know, and she didn't even know how to get there. We had to ask somebody and she figured it out and she said, Well, you're going to get on the 47th Street bus and you're going to sit next to the bus driver. And you ask, tell him where you're getting off. He's going to tell you where to get off mm-hmm. at. You get on the next one, and you ask him and you go there.
0: Until you get to school.
1: Then you're going to get in front of school. <laughs> and that's for orientation. And, you know, I went there. And I, like I didn't know a soul in the building. Mm. I was just freshly new. I didn't know anybody—not one person. The one kid who did go there, he ended up transferring and going to King. So he would have been there with me, mm. but he ended up transferring the year that I came. Gotcha. So I was just that blind by myself. Oh, so it, and it kind of helped me out. You know, I,
0: I was going to ask, like, did that help a little bit? Not knowing anyone, and you could start from scratch. And- yeah,
1: it, it kind of helped because I didn't even know. Like I made the team in tryouts, which is. Back then, at Simeon, that was unheard of because it wasn't a freshman team. Mm-hmm,
0: mm-hmm,
1: mm-hmm. Everybody who was there was brought there. Mm-hmm. You know, I was the only person on the team through my whole four years who wasn't brought there, mm. you know, on where they knew. Coach Hammock knew me because of the guy at the park. Right, he right. didn't know me about no basketball. basketball he was player. more of like, okay, he can come here. I don't know if he's going to make the team or like <laughs> Right, that. right. You right. Know, but and I ain't
0: guaranteeing
1: you yeah, nothing. You right. know. And then my freshman year, like, I didn't even play. I didn't even play. I, I barely played. Mm. I mean, we had a really good team and we won the city championship. But I, I didn't even play mm. my freshman year. And then my sophomore year I played. I started and played. In mm. my junior year I started and played. Mm. Um had a kid who uh who has academic issues and then I ended up sliding into his position and um and I started my junior year and then I started my senior year. So
0: And the rest is history. It, yeah. Um when you played, who were the top players in the city in your era? Mm. Jamie Brandon. I hear that name a lot. Shout out to my guy, David. He he brings his name up to me like damn near. Every time I talk to David, it's like we're talking about cars, we're talking about our kids, and somehow he slips his name in. It's like, what what the hell are you talking about? If
1: people have never seen him play, they would be impressed if they saw him play. And he can play in this era right now, too, if he was playing.
0: Oh, it's wow. The way he played.
1: Wow. So Jamie Brandon. Uh, Tracy Webster. Okay. Um, Brandon Cole, Chris okay. Marcus Liberty. I mean, we had a great it was, basketball. It was fun then. Back then, it was really fun. Mm. I mean, because you could. I mean, we would, we would always play our, I mean, sort of like now we played our games in the early in the day, and we would leave and go out to Thornton and watch one <laughs> play Thornwood, right. You know, we all got our Letterman jackets on, right? Right?
0: Right? Right? And Letting we, them know yeah, where yeah. y'all from. Right?
1: <laughs> y'all ain't yeah, know shit. Yeah. So we used to go out there and watch them. Uh, Tom Klaschmir, who was over to DePaul Prep, he was really good.
0: Okay. Uh,
1: it was. It was a lot of them. Len Moffitt at Western House. We had a, it was. It was every night, and the difference I think, and I'm not really one hundred percent sure because I don't know how the kids gravitate and move around right now, mm-hmm. but we were all friends.
0: Some of them, um, I will say some of them are and I'm, and I'm speaking from the outside looking right. in. Um, they all do seem to be friendly on the court but social media I think plays a, a huge part in giving off the false bravado right. because they are like friendly to each other and then they got group chats talking shit about that mm. same person and that's the type of stuff that I've been warning Xavier about is like number one, we're, we're not from here so like, you know, they, you might think they're friends with you but you know, right. it is what it is, too. And and that's my thing to him. It's like, it's cool that people don't mess with you. That's, that's fine. Like, you ain't got to dislike them. It ain't got to be no, you know, rah-rah shit. It's just, you just maneuver accordingly. That's right. all. When you learn that stuff, you just, you know, kind of move on about. He's been doing a pretty good job. But, like, social media has these kids really, like, is bad. Is right. is 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 real it's, bad.
1: Because King was our rivals back then.
0: I'm glad you brought that up. That is definitely yeah. one of my questions. What happened to that rival? People tell have told me that that was like, the thing.
1: Yeah, it was King was our rival, but we were, you we would be at parties together. I mean, we would be riding to parties with each other. You know, like they coming to pick me up from home. You know, a lot of my friends in my neighborhood they went to King. Mm-hmm. So. That's how I was able to meet the players like that. But we we was we was everywhere together. Like on the court, we knew what it was. Right, right, know? right. And the media made it like, oh, they don't like each other and blah blah blah. Now, nah, coaches might not have liked each other. They they weren't friends, <laughs> <laughs> and they probably didn't know we was hanging out with each other either. But would <laughs> have had a fit too. <laughs> but uh, but we definitely were all friends. So and. That was a good thing. Like, we would go to the west side and hang out with those guys and mm-hmm. go to come to the suburbs and hang, mm-hmm. hang out. I mean, it was just a different time. Of course, we didn't have cell phones and we didn't have social media. We had none of that stuff. Right, so right. we had to get to each other to be able to communicate. I was going to say,
0: what was the communication like back then? they be like, yo, we going such and such or yeah. we about to go somewhere. Like, just be
1: on on
0: the phone and call
1: and say, hey, they having uh, somebody from King having a party tonight. we going. Somebody from Western House having a party. We're going to ride our west. You know, just depends on where with us they they gonna be. We outside earth. that yo. Yeah.
0: that's the funniest thing I, I be hearing when I'm here is the kids from just actually the adults too be like yo we outside. Yeah. Yeah. So we <laughs> like outside. what? <laughs> of course you outside. Like no nah, no nah, we going out. I was like oh okay got it. Like that's the funniest shit ever.
1: <laughs> but the King rivalry when they when they changed the school, uh, the, the the basketball and the football and the sport period at the school changed.
0: Right, because King is not even a talked about. School, school. let alone athletically, they're not really talked about.
1: No, it, it's a magnet school now, so a lot of athletes don't go there um, to participate and play any sports now. It's mm-hmm. Regular school now, so but it's it was a in my era, it was the biggest rivalry in the world. I mean, you can't me Simeon playing, I don't care where you're playing, it's gonna be sold out.
0: Yeah, that's what I was told. Matter of fact, the question was, I was told that the King-Simeon robbery was a spectacle to behold And what happened to that robbery. They said that if, you was, if anybody was anybody, they was at that game. They
1: was at that game. I don't care. I mean, it would be people outside trying to, get in, trying to if, get in if it was just at a regular gym.
0: And they eventually moved it to a bigger gym, correct?
1: Well, we would only really play each other in the playoffs. Okay, because we was in different conferences. Okay, we would play each other in the city playoffs. That was it. So back in the back before you would have to win the city championship to go down state.
0: Gotcha. So
1: if you didn't win the city championship, you oh, you wasn't it. going. You oh, going. it was it's not like it is now. So you lose. Everybody, everybody get a yeah. chance. Yeah. So you didn't have that opportunity, which I think is is better now. Of course, the older players and coaches like, oh, this is you know not good.
0: Right, everybody right, right. Yeah, because yeah, it's a participation trophy.
1: But I think it's better because. You know, you give people opportunity to go. I mean, is a two A school that's in CPS going to be the Simeon to get ready to go down state? No, so they never had that opportunity. But if they play against other two A schools, they at least have the opportunity to go down state.
0: Yeah, but as you know, as 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 legendary of a coach that you are, like. I mean, anybody can be beat on any on any yeah, given yeah, day. Yeah, so, like you giving an opp- opp- you can give an opportunity to a team that's, you know, let's say like you know five and twenty to play like a thirty-two and one team, and then they beat them. Like, is that fair? Because that five and whatever team should they even have been allowed to be there? Yeah, I just think it's
1: it's, it's better for everybody. I mean, just having a one. So it it goes back, and I tell somebody if that's the case, I don't win that many championships. Fair. Because we didn't win City all those times. Okay, fair. So I didn't. I wouldn't have that opportunity okay. to even go down there and win.
0: Okay, okay.
1: With my approach been a little bit different, knowing this is it, maybe. Okay. Maybe but you knew you was going to get that shot. I knew I was going to have another shot. So it's a different thing. Like, yeah, I want to win. But, hey, if we don't win, we State is the biggest yeah, thing. Yeah, anyway. right, right. So it the approach could be different. But it's just, you know, I, I don't. Some people like it, some people don't. I do, you know, because I want to give everybody a chance, but, you
0: know. So is that message in the locker room a little bit different, knowing that y'all going to have an opportunity to play for state, like if y'all lost the the city championship or, or city playoff game or whatever?
1: And I'm speaking more for other schools because at, at, at Simeon, it's, it's city, state, where well, you didn't,
0: you didn't you, do you, shit. You yeah, 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 yeah.
1: I mean, and it's unfortunate but that's how that's, but that's that's how you judge. That's the standard. Yeah, you yeah. know it's unfortunate. Like you know you we lost this year, and you see them up there; they devastated.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: And I'm like, this this is this ain't right. <laughs> I mean, it'd be a bunch of people up here who would love to be holding up this second place trophy. Mm-hmm. They have a parade.
0: For the second place trophy. Hell, yeah, for the third place. Because yeah. you made it to the final four of the state championship game. We pulled
1: up. It was crickets at the school. Damn. It was nobody. It was no, y'all lost. Damn. I mean, that's. That's the standard. Yeah, that's the standard. But I, I don't like that for the kids. Se-
0: second. You ever see the movie uh, uh, with Ricky? But what's the movie? Um, second place is first place loser. What's that movie?
1: With
0: If you ain't first, you last. <laughs> yeah. <laughs>
1: That's probably us. We, <laughs> I mean, I think it was some years ago we played Bolingbrook. I think Taylor was there. And we beat them in the semis. I think they won the third-place game. And uh, we are there warming up. And the announcer says, uh, Bolingbrook fans, you guys will be having a parade at blah 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 time, mm-hmm. and it's going to go all the way to the gym. Mm-hmm. And me and my coaches, they're like, the third place? If we don't win this game tonight, this ain't gonna be nothing, right? And right. it's just like the perception that everybody is, and they, I think they should be happy because it's an accomplishment. Mm-hmm. I think that I think they should, but our standards this, are
0: so Just a, a little different, but these
1: kids, and it's you know, sometimes I think they get the, it's a bad stick for them. I think sometimes. I mean, of course, I want to win championship every time, right? I, I mean, you go downstate twice and you don't win them, and that's bad. That ain't. It. Some people play. Some of the best players who play in this state never even went down state.
0: state. <laughs> Damn. And, and with that being said, obviously the ultimate goal is to win state. But what has more status in Chicago, winning state or winning the city championship?
1: It's funny you say that. So when we were winning, when we won the four state championships in a row, everybody's like, oh, that ain't nothing. It's harder to win city than it mm-hmm. is state. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So then we're going to win four city championships in a row. Oh, you got to win state to be the – I said, come on now, y'all. Uh, pick, yeah, on, make it shit. up. Yeah,
0: yeah. Y'all making shit up as we go on. So
1: whichever one we win in, no, that don't mean nothing now. <laughs> you know, so I'm like, come on, come on. I mean, because you look at the the, the four championship team, I, off the top of my head, I think we only won the city championship one time. <laughs> that was wow. in two thousand and twelve, right, with Steve Taylor and Jabari Parker. Mm. The other years, I don't think we won a city championship. I think we might have played in them, but I think we lost. Gotcha. So it goes back to what I was saying about winning the city. We only went one time with that group. Wow. If that was the old way,
0: right? Right. Wow. Um, you you earlier you spoke about um Coach Hamrick. What was it like being groomed um under him? Um, when you before you took over for for for, for the school,
1: it was great because he 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 um he taught me everything I needed to know, and I think sometimes guys now are getting jobs and they don't understand everything that they need to understand to be the coach.
0: Give some examples, like what? So
1: example for me is uh, Faye Michael's great coach at Dunbar mm-hmm. High School. He retired, and they I'm. One of the next guys in line for jobs.
0: Okay,
1: going through it, and um, they asked me about coming to Dunbar. Blah blah blah. blah. <clears throat> so I said, okay, interview, do the stuff. Tell Coach Hammer, I'm going to Dunbar. You know, I'm, I think I'm gonna go take this job at Dunbar. He said, well, come to my office with me first. You know, we just need to talk. I said, okay. He said, pull up an eligibility sheet for me. Said, an eligibility sheet. He was like, yeah, you gotta have the eligibility sheet before every game. To play, I was like, I don't know how to do that. He said, Well, how are you about to be a coach, and you can't pull up an eligibility sheet. That's part of coaching. Mm. Stay here, let me teach you. So when it's your time, you'll be prepared. Mm. I stayed another two or three years and learned everything from him to understand what it was going to be like and what it, what I needed to know to be the coach.
0: Now, with Coach Flowers getting ready to take over, <clears throat> at what point did you begin showing him?
1: That- we started two years ago. I mean, I just started him not knowing that I'm about to retire, right? but just putting him in front of different things so he could see it and know what it was.
0: Now, was he your handpick replacement? Yes. Okay. Yes. Okay. Definitely. What made you know two years ago or whenever you knew that he was the person you wanted to take over for you? I
1: saw me and him. Mm. How I was with Coach Amber. Okay, I saw that from the player part. Okay, and from the coaching part. Got gotcha. you. I saw. I saw that that he, whole because he did a stint with us before, and then he ended up getting his own job and going down to DeSabe, and then he left. Then he came back, and uh, pretty much not knowing everything when he went to Dusabo. <laughs> And then he came back. And Then he came back. Yeah, and then he kind of learned and picked up some stuff. And not afraid to say, Tim Flowers and Jelani Neely coached the team the last two years. I was just the face. Mm. I was. I was just really the face of the getting the wins and losses mm-hmm,
0: mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and setting kind of, up the schedule, doing yeah, all. Of, yeah, the, yeah, yeah. They
1: they coached the team. Mm. They ran practice. They did everything.
0: How did the players respond to them? They loved them. Oh, is it? Do you think it was a little more easier? You know, no disrespect to the to the age gap, but do you think it was easier for these players today to relate to a coach like Tim, who's a little younger?
1: Yeah, I think that was. I think that helped a lot. Um, a little bit more towards the age and speak a little bit of their language, a little bit. Right, 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 um, right.
0: Uh, listen to their music a little yeah.
1: bit. <laughs> the, the, the respect part of the kids for me was great because they were still, they respected me. Right. So that is not like, oh, that's our coach because he's with us every day and you're not around. You know how that. Right, sounds. right, right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah I'm only going to listen to him because he's the person. Mm-hmm, that, mm-hmm. That, no, That we still I still had the respect part from the kids. And they still instilled them to him like, that's your coach. You know, you got to still do what he's saying do. Right. Uh, but they coached us. They, they coached the team the last two years. I mean, if you ever came to a game, sometimes you would see me sitting down when it was huddles. I wouldn't even get in the huddle because
0: I, I, saw I that. trusted them I saw that.
1: to do what they were going to do. Mm-hmm. I didn't think that I had to be doing, you know, stuff. Everything, I them. Yeah, right. I trusted right.
0: them. Um, in 2017, it was reported that you had a chance to go uh, to uh, Loyola um, to be with Coach Porter Moser, and you returned to Simeon. Why? Mm.
1: Funny story. Coach Moses offers me the job. It's orientation at Simeon. I go up, talk to him. He said, hey, it's your job. You can go home, talk to your family, see how this is going to go. Right. But I go to work. It's orientation. I'm in a counseling office because um, a kid is transferring in. and I'm making sure that everything is going with, with the parent is there and they're doing every, with all this stuff. And a parent walked up to me and says, hey, Coach, I need you to mentor my son. I'm like, well, I don't know your son. Who's your son? So mm-hmm. she goes out and get him and bring him in. I'm thinking it's a player, like a freshman or a sophomore mm-hmm. that's going to be on the team. It's just a regular student.
0: No affiliation to sports, basketball, nothing.
1: Nothing. And I'm like, well, he doesn't play on the team. She said, I know, but I see what you do for the young men in the building. I want you to mentor him. And I'm like, how can I leave? You know, how can I just how can I just leave these? Right, not the team. How can I just the leave kids? These? Yeah, like this is my community. Right, you know, and it was a hard decision. Was it? It was really hard because my team was coming back was great. Um, just the history of Coach Moses with all those guys got jobs now. <laughs> Everybody, <laughs> they all love them. Yeah, and that was the
0: and his Tim Flowers was Valentine.
1: <laughs> and that's what. Um, Emmanuel Deli, who helped me with the situation, said, like, Rob, we all got jobs. We all. He's going to – if you work for him, he's going to help you know what's going on, and somebody else is going to hire you because they say if you can work for him, you can work for anybody.
0: Mm. And now he off in Oklahoma doing this thing. Zay so used to play with his son, Ben, um, with the Wolves, and he was uh, – I remember after one game – I'll never forget this. It was right before um, – it was between um, – the spring, and they were about to go to do high school, right? And we were at a game, and and Coach Moser was in the stands watching the sun, and it was after games. They had a really good game, too, and I asked I waited to all the parents and the and the hangar owners kind of, hey Coach Moser, and they think they hey this is my guy. You know how that shit is, right? And so I waited, I ain't wanna be Joe. Philly got this thing about we don't we don't like being Joe and we don't like looking like we dicky and we don't like that at all. So I waited and then I said, I pulled him to the side, I said, Coach Moser, can I ask you a quick question? Before they come back for July, can you just tell me what I could help Xavier work on? as a player so he'll be ready for the for the live period and he gave me some great feedback for Xavier I, basically he, wanna, he wanted to see him you know kind of be more uh, aggressive with the ball he wanted to see him his decision making get a little bit better he wanted to see his jump shot be a little bit more consistent it was some great feedback that I got from him so he in that moment of having just that father to father who happens to coach on a high <laughs> level it was great to get that feedback from him and I gave it to Xavier and he did what he did with it but I mean it was just great to kind of have that because Moses is a great guy I mean, we still
1: communicate with each other now.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Um, and that team went to the Final Four. Yeah. And Dante Ingram was my player. And he wanted right, the shots right, and everything. Right. So it was
0: a full circle moment almost. Yeah, Yeah. The only thing but, that was missing was you on the it, staff. I'm,
1: I'm but it, I mean, I, I have no regrets about it at all. Um, sometimes you put here for certain things. And when you get to that level, it's more of a business than it is mm-hmm. anything else. And I don't know if I'm ready for. I didn't know if I was ready for that part of it. Got at That moment, like I'm helping our community,
0: and that's that's well, as important or yeah, more important than yeah. some. Red eyes. It,
1: it's a guy saw me in a restaurant about a week ago. He was like, "Do you even know how much you impacted the whole community?"
0: Yeah.
1: And I'm just thinking, like, he just talking. I'm like, oh, "Thank you, you know, mm-hmm. just thank you." And then I get in the car and I'm thinking about, like, "Oh, we did. We did. We did impact mm-hmm. the community. Mm-hmm. We com- I mean, everybody." The school like we play today, not who y'all playing. Who we play today? Right, 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 right. The we playing Kimwood today. We you ain't even on the team. It's just the community <laughs> right, was right, right. all involved, and you don't look at that or even think about that while you in the while moment. you in it. But as you get out of it and you starting to drift, you you impacted the community.
0: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, who was the best player you ever seen in the Chicago Public League, and who was the best player you've coached? The
1: best player I ever seen. in with these two eyes, it's Jamie Brandon. Okay. Uh, and the best player ever coach. So it, thats a hard thing to. That's that's very hard. Mm. That's very hard. Okay. That's, it's really really hard. I mean, it's, Derek was special. Jabari was special. But when you go off numbers, Jabari won four state championships. Mm. Derek won two. So you
0: so are you are you are you critiquing them off of that? So that's, what, right, that's right, why people
1: right. they ask me, and I have to ask you, what are you basing it off? Okay, what are you what are you basing it off?
0: Right, it's yeah. almost like asking the question, like who's the best rapper? Are we yeah. talking about sales? Are we talking <laughs> about lyrics? Are yeah. we talking yeah? You know I'm so Impact?
1: It's hard. Yeah, okay. Because I mean, that's fair. They both filled up gems. Yeah, they both filled them
0: up. Yeah, you know. fair enough. All right. Um, what steps do you think the IHSA need to take when it comes to transfers? And are you okay with the current system?
1: I'm okay with the current system. I am, um, and I mean, in high school is different than college. So I'm, I'm speaking more on high school because colleges. Right. I mean, even high school. I mean, you, you you had guys who had really good jobs, and they left and took another job that they thought was better. So why have a kid and their parent think, hey, you know, I tried this, let me go here because I think this is going to be better for my child? That that's not okay. I mean. Parents do it all the time with their jobs. I mean, coaches do it all the time with their jobs. Mm-hmm. Man, why is it okay for them and not?
0: Hell, we do it in the regular work sector.
1: That's what I'm saying. Yeah. So I, that's that's the part I, I don't, you know, I kind of get torn with when people say, oh, you're trying this, that, and other. I get kind of torn with that when it comes to that. Because I, if you're going to better yourself as a person, player, whatever that may be, mm-hmm. I think that that's, you should be able to do
0: that. Okay. I think you should be able to do that. Okay. Uh, do you think Chicago high school basketball needs a shot clock? Definitely. Um, Do you think just, it's coming?
1: Yeah, I think so. I think it's coming soon. We just uh, hosted, well, we're hosting, we have a championship game on um, on Saturday night. We hosted the Chicago Basketball Academy with Nike and Jordan. Okay. Over at Whitney Young. Yeah, yeah,
0: yeah. Uh, I've been seeing that.
1: Yeah, so it's been really great. We used the shot clock for both uh, boys and girls. Right, how's it going? It's going great. I mean, it was really, it was really, the league was really, really good. It really got, the playoffs really got, it got it really going mm. when we got to the playoffs. The, the, the normal games or regular season games were really good but these playoff games have been incredible I mean last night was was over it was it was some high level basketball and and guys looking like don't you want to be on the sideline over there coaching no, because somebody gotta lose this game. <laughs> yeah, I, I don't lose over here.
0: <laughs>
1: so I don't want to be over that at all. But it was a really good game. Uh HF and, and Kim Wood was really, really it was a really, really, really good game. It was
0: And really HF good. they have retooled tremendously. Coach J D, shout out to him and Gianni and Carson, and they got a nice little they got a nice little team up there.
1: Yeah, they got they they got they got a chance. They got a really good chance.
0: And you, know, and you said they was playing Kenwood, correct? Kimwood. Yeah, yeah. It was, a, it was a
1: great game. It was a great game. Went down to the wide. Uh HF Porter, you know, pushed the lead out a little bit and then they did some uh 18 year old things. things on the court. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, <laughs> so mm-hmm. I'm sure the coach didn't like it, but right. Kenwood didn't end up coming back and making the game a little bit close and respectable. But it was just a high level basketball game. And when you got that out there, it was almost like a college game more than it was a high school game. Wow. Uh, that's the kind of feel it was. The atmosphere, I mean, yeah. Mm-hmm. Just for them. I mean, and the the crowd was into it. We had a nice Probably was one of the biggest crowds we had. You know, for the tournament. Right. Uh, south suburbs came out. Right, came right, out, right. They came right. out uh, yesterday. The the shout out to came. them
0: guys in the south suburbs. Yeah. Them guys is they they some interesting cats up there. Yeah, they,
1: they was out yesterday. Okay. Full force. And it was good. It was good for the city. Uh, it was good for Chicago basketball. Um, it's very important that we we understand that, and I. When I spoke earlier about how I was saying when we were playing, we were all friends off the court. And I, it made our community so much together.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Uh, we got too much separation right now with with, with stuff that's going on. Uh, I mean, even like uh, we, we with the South Suburbs and you guys are the city. Right, and you guys right. You are the West right, Suburbs. There's right. just too much parody and breaking off. When it's all said and done with Illinois... The state. Mm-hmm. And if we're not good as a state, then we're not good as a state. It don't make a difference because you live in the south suburbs and you got three good players or four good players. That don't mean nothing even if you live in the city. It well, doesn't
0: well, a even the, the argument is always when it comes to the city versus the south suburbs is that a high percentage of the city teams have south suburban players. Or or suburban players in general. Wow. So I mean, like when you get into that argument, you know they kind of break it down. Like, well, the city is this, and the suburb ain't this. And it's like, well, yeah, the city is that because like a high portion of them players that play in these city schools is from the suburbs.
1: Well, I give them credit in in the South suburbs right now, and and it, it is what it is. I don't coach anymore, but the coaching wasn't good.
0: Okay, it just, it, wasn't. it just just is what it is.
1: It wasn't. Okay, I mean, why would you leave if the coaching was good?
0: Fair, fair, and then opportunities as well. That's. I mean, that's, listen, that's, that's, that's fair. <laughs>
1: yeah. I mean, that's it, fair. As, so as now, a parent
0: hearing that, that's, that's a fair thing to hear. Like the coaches, they, they're not putting the kids in opportunities that the city schools put them in. So yeah, when you make these arguments like, oh, the city schools is being funded or, you know, play, player funded by the South Suburbs, but it's like, yeah, some of these South Suburban schools aren't putting your, they're not putting it. I could really tell a whole, I could take another 30 minutes telling you the shit that I went through with Xavier and having to, you know, ask coaches hey, are y'all, y'all playing in this, you know, a lot periods. Like I'm trying to get my son seen, right. but, but I'm also not just putting it all on you. That's pretty much what I, why I started this. It's okay. like, I could sit back and wait for a coach and I can name these coaches too. Like it really, the shit will get me going. <laughs> the shit will get me going. Right. Coach fucking Trindle from Marist. Like, don't get me the fuck started, please. But it's like, that's why I started this program. Cause I can't just sit around and wait For him to do it or Mm -hmm. them to do it. Like, yeah, I do expect you to do something, but I see what this is. So, okay, fuck it. I'll do something too, Mm -hmm. right? Give me access to your max preps shit so I can do the scoring. I'll do I'll take, even though it should be somebody on your staff from what I hear, but give me the access. I'll do the shit. So for the schools that he went to, I I volunteered and I did it. And it was helpful, but it's like. uh, It's
1: a staff thing. Some of my staff should do it, but I have some of my staff to do that. That's what he does. That's what he does. He does all the paperwork. He does everything. I mean, as part of a staff, you gotta make sure that you have people in place to do those things. Cause the head coach can't do it all.
0: Right. And so, I wasn't expecting yeah. it, but it also should be somebody like look, be- for the last two and a half years for Xavier Suleiman and the team. Mm-hmm. So I didn't just make it about Xavier. You did it for the team. I did it for the team. But yes, the underlining thing was it was for Xavier. But for the last two years, and this ain't no shade. This ain't right. but the facts are the facts. For the last two and a half years, I did that shit.
1: And going back to the South Suburbs, in which I respect, what they did is they upped their coaching now. Absolutely, they upped their coaching big, big time. Yes, they they, like they, they did big time. They, they upped their coaching
0: because out in the South Suburbs, it was really just bloom. Um, the I forget what his name is, but the coach from uh, Linkaway East. I mean, he, he's uh, known as a pretty good coach, but you know, H well, HF had their issues because they was having. You know, from what I was told when I moved here, first of all, my first experience with HF people, period, was like I had I used to coach in the Matson Rec League and the Championship All Star Game. I had two girls on my team, right? And I and I was adamant. I had a bad team. It was Xavier, and then the two girls were like the the, well, the one girl her name was uh, uh Noah. She was the be- best player uh, other than Xavier. So anyway, during this game. I asked all of the guys going in like I want to start Noah, but I make sure I get everybody in. Right. And the game came down to the wire and I felt like Noah at the time was the better option for this particular sequence that was going on. All right. We ended up losing the game, but the kids had a good time and they appreciated, it, And they really rallied around this girl player. And I, I love that. I had this motherfucking old ass dude from HF. He was damn near, not damn near. He was on a fucking cane, like come out the stands and like. Initially, I didn't know he was even talking to me. I'm like celebrating the and did, and he like, how the fuck you we pitted in my person? To do? He from the HF Vikings, and now mind you, this is about two or three years after I had moved here, so like I still don't really know the. I'm like, I don't give a fuck, you know? Like now it's a thing, right? Hey, them HF people, they a piece of fucking work. So like the whatever was that they wasn't allowing mm-hmm. what they're allowing now, basically, right. because the HF people think they, 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 they have this whole trophy mentality. Like everybody should play. And it's like, nah, fuck your child is the, anyway, we're going <laughs> to keep moving. <laughs> Cause I can like, I, you know what I'm saying? Like I, I can go, like I could and see the beauty of me and this is like I respect the Chicago culture, but I'm not from here. I ain't right. got a, I don't have the answer to nobody. I don't really I could tell you and I will tell you to your like I don't fuck with you, but right. but I. Re, you know what I'm saying? I respect what you got going on and I and, and it is and what it is. That's and that's fair. That's,
1: that's fair. Not, that's fair. That's fair. I mean, even if you from here, that's fair. That's fair. I, I I respect what you got going on, but I don't have to fuck with I you. I don't
0: have to fuck with you. That's fair. And, there's no, and that's what I'm teaching my son. We ain't got to come to fist the cuffs and fight and shoot. Sure. And it's like, I don't fuck with you, but I I see you, though. Yeah. That's what the, you know what I'm saying? That, anyway, anyway, anyway. Because we've run out of time. I got okay. a few more questions. Um, rankings. What's your thoughts on rankings and, and the whole system when it comes to ranking players? Do you think it's important?
1: Uh, players? Yes. It just depends. Okay. I mean, it, the kids love
0: it. Okay. They
1: the, do. The, the kids love it. They that's do. something that the kids love. they they into it. They they into it, but I don't know if you're around the player enough to rank them. The people who's ranking them. Yeah, I don't think you're right. around them enough. Right. Um, I, I, you come when they're playing really good teams, and then that's you know that's the last
0: time you see them. Yeah, yeah. I don't
1: I don't know if that's fair. Assumption to everybody. And then I don't get out to go see. La Bonzi Valley versus this person because they don't have a name. It could be somebody who's playing really well, but you don't really know. You mm-hmm. got twenty, this he got eighteen. Then now I'm gonna pop up and go see him one time, and now you only get six. Oh, you not who I thought he was. You you only saw
0: him one time, which is another reason why I started to yeah, play so you.
1: can I mean I don't, but the kids love it. They they do. I mean my son is he all into it, Then my daughter's into it. That that's just something they love. But okay, like I tell my son, you're in fifth grade. He's in sixth grade now. Nobody is gonna remember <laughs> what you did in, in sixth, sixth grade. grade. Nobody's gonna remember that only you will. That, that you was ranked at whatever number they say you are in sixth grade. That's not going to matter. Mm-hmm. If some people who've never been ranked that play in the National Basketball Association and get a lot of money, they've never been ranked.
0: I always ask this question to the players when it comes to, you know, when they're getting recruited, and I'm, I'm happy I get a chance to ask this to a coach. When you're coaching these high-level players and these big-time programs are coming to the school to recruit these players, how fun is this for the coach? How fun is that for you, and what's the best part about that?
1: Well, some people, they love it.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Coach don't. Calipari taught me a huge lesson. Okay. Early in. And I'm glad it happened early. Okay. We in the gym. He's we're, he's at practice. He's watching practice. We're sitting around talking. And he says, you know that I'm only here for the kid. I said, yeah, I know. He said, yeah, I just want you to know that because sometimes people get it like we're here for them too. I'm here to get him to go to college <laughs> at Memphis. <laughs> mm-hmm. We're not going to be hanging out, having dinners, and I'm not. that's not what I do. Mm. I respect what you're doing here. Everything is fine, but I'm here to get the kid. Every time I see him, we have a great conversation. We talk, we speak, we do everything. But he put me like, you're not here for me. You're not my peer. You're not here for me, mm. and I can buy my own steak. <laughs> <laughs> Just know? so we clear. Yeah, I mean, so I don't get caught up in that with the coaching stuff and, you know, Jabari came and you know got Izzo and all these different people. I don't get caught up in that. I don't even I'm later in my career. I don't even get involved in the recruiting process as the coach. Mm. That's a mother, father, and child situation. If the parent comes in and says, Coach Rob, can you help us with this? Then I insert yourself. I get in. Okay. Other than that, this is your baby. This is not mine. Mm. He has to go to this school. You have to deal with the coach. I don't have to be there at all. Mm. If it don't go right, I could just help them with the next move. Mm-hmm. But if you involved and it don't go right, people point, oh, you told me to send them there and it didn't go. No, I didn't. Because I won there. It's mm-hmm. so some decision that y'all made. Right. Now it's not working. Let's find out what the next step gonna be. Mm. You know, and, I, and of course the coaches have to call me, you know, to to get input. But I I'm not in the I wasn't in the recruiting process after the last. I think the last – well, Taylor and I was in his recruiting process because his mother asked me. But the rest of the guys, I wasn't I wasn't in the process. I let their parents do it.
0: Okay. All right, so these are the last three questions I have for you. First, and this is going to be real interesting. I, I know for a fact because some of these young guys, name these young players. Name your all-time NBA team, five starters and the six man. Whoa.
1: <laughs> it's funny because, like, Kobe –
0: Okay, that's one, and they don't have to be in no particular position because we play positionless basketball today anyway. So Kobe is one. Will Chamber. Two.
1: Michael Jordan.
0: Of course, you got to say Mike. Three.
1: It's mm, going to be tough. That's three. That's three. Um. I want to say his name, then I don't want to say his name. <laughs> <laughs> uh, oh so we—they we, don't have to be in no position. So we good. We could. Mm-hmm. Oh, Kareem. Okay, four. Um, uh, LeBron.
0: Five, and who's your sixth man? Larry Bird. That's a good one. Mine's is AI, Kobe, Jordan, LeBron, Hakeem. And Jamal Crawford as my sixth man. Mm. JC. Mm-hmm. Didn't, didn't um, so I, I, I don't know if you know or not, um, me being Muslim, we believe that our children pick us as parents, right? So in Islam, we believe that the children pick their parent. Mm. Um, hearing that, what does that mean, knowing that your children picked you to be their father? And talk about what it means knowing that you picked your mother, to be your mother that's
1: interesting i didn't know that mm-hmm. i didn't know that well i'm glad they picked me <laughs> <laughs> okay, okay. <laughs> and i'm definitely glad i picked my mother okay. i'm definitely glad i picked my mother that, okay. that's that's my heart you know um my brother you know, them, them, those two people are the are two most important people in my life it's my mother and my my younger brother
0: mm. you, so you're the oldest
1: no, I have an older brother Okay But those two were my, my younger brother That's underneath me We were like best friends
0: Okay Okay uh,
1: He died some years ago 2011 of prostate cancer a Condolences And then my mother Passed away in 2009 mm. well, She had a heart attack
0: um, Condolences again
1: Yeah So it was a hard. Those things are Dealing with that And that's another thing Like I did everything With basketball When my brother first found out He was sick I was coaching Um I never coached AU, but I had decided to coach was going to coach AU with um, with a team, and we were supposed to be going to Milwaukee for NY to LA. Okay, my mother was supposed to be going to have a procedure. My sister's at the hospital. They saying it's going to be 15, 20 minutes for the procedure to be right. out. So right. I'm calling my sister, like, "Hey, is it over? No, no she haven't right. came out yet." All I'm right. like, oh, "Okay, whatever. You know, nothing going on." I'm driving halfway to Milwaukee. My sister said, "You got to turn around." Like, what's going on? They's like, they just, like, down normal. I'm going to make it out. the surgery. That's why it was taking so long. So I get back, and by the time I get back, she passed. Mm-hmm. So I'm spending all my time with these other people, Your kids, shit, right, and right, families, right, right, and all right. that type of stuff. You know, and my family is... Dealing with this group. Yeah, yeah, right, you know right, right. So I, that was another part. Like, I didn't want to be doing all that. Um, and, you know, my kids just all over the place. So mm-hmm. That was another... That that, that kind of burned me for a while. Mm-hmm. took me a while to get over the, both of those, but... I'm, I'm a little bit past our time it hurts because their birthdays are right by each other then it's Mother's Day mm. Father's Day so mm. it's, just, it's like right in their birthdays in May so
0: that, that period okay that period of May is like real tough yeah. my
1: mother's birthday May 4th that next Sunday is always Mother's, mother's Day. Day my brother's birthday May 22nd and then we go to Father's and Day and then we go to Father's
0: Day yeah so it's
1: a be a rough process but it's, it is what it is and you know, they. I'm sure they're proud of what I've been able to accomplish.
0: Ah, uh, well, I but would yeah. imagine so. Yeah, I'm sure your um, mom up there told me, That's my baby <laughs> down there winning them four consecutive date
1: championships. You yeah. see them. So yeah, what I did do, and I wanted to make sure I say this on the thing is what I, I've I started my own basketball academy. Okay. So it's uh it's a skills academy. Okay. Where I deal with fifth through eighth graders. Okay. And we're just doing all training.
0: And how do they become a part of this? Like, you well, know,
1: we, right now they're pretty much handpicked. Uh, okay. Just sometimes we have camps for anybody who want to come. We we, we working on a real big one right now that's going to be um, September the tenth, and it's going to be invite only.
0: Okay. And where's and, it uh, going to
1: be? Uh, in uh, Southland.
0: And, oh, and, uh, oh, uh, home, uh, home, home Okay. Yeah.
1: So and we we got kids from Gurney, Milwaukee, uh, South Bend.
0: Okay. Uh, Gary. Okay.
1: Uh, Chicago, all over the place, and that's part of what I what I want to try to do with this. Even though my and my son is planning to help. With him and like I tell people, I don't have to do this because he'll be fine. Right. I could take him to just to make he'll be fine. Right. But I, want, but I want to make this for the whole state, and that's what I was going back to saying about us being so separated. Because when I I coach and I still work camps like at Elite One Hundred and May Hoops and all those different mm-hmm. kind of camps, and when you go to camps and you know you from Philly, it's, it's bragging rights. Like we got the best. Basketball. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So at times I was able to walk in the gym like look who here look who we got here look who we got here now I'm walking to the gym like
0: we ain't got nobody we ain't got nobody here
1: you know we had Elite 100 I think we might have had four kids from Illinois that's that's insane we talking talk about top sophomores and juniors rising sophomores and juniors out of this whole state we can only muster up
0: four kids now are they being invited and not going or are they not being invited they're not being invited why is that they're not good enough oh okay that's what they're saying I mean okay okay fair that's what
1: they're saying that they're not good enough gotcha you know, it's one kid, the kid, um, and I, I'm not in the AAU world, so I couldn't really say And right. it kind of picked you from that, you know, because it's a Nike event and those kids. But the kid that went young, uh, Munoz, I thought there's no way he don't get invited to this. Mm-hmm. That's me because I, I'm just looking at him as a player. Right. But when go talking, he's like, well, he didn't have a good spring. He didn't have this. He was hurt. I'm like, well, I don't know those things. And I am I call, like, wait a minute. I'm looking at this list. Why is we he not a, there? We got a kid that's not right. on here who should be here. Like well, he did well, Rob. you didn't have a good spring or summer, and I can't really speak up because I'm not there.
0: Right, 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 right.
1: You know to say, well, I saw him. You know, dude, I I'm not there. To but be doesn't
0: right. that go back to what you were saying about the rankings when someone only seen them that one that's time? Right.
1: But they but they're there at all the sessions. Okay, 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 got you. Because they go evaluating. EYV, EY, okay, so okay. that's how they pick them okay. to even be there. Got you. You know, so I mean, you look at it too. We we do the um, USA, and we get two or three kids that got invited just to go to the combine just to see if you can even be, make the 16th. Right, right. We don't even, we get two or three kids. We would get at least 10 just to go. They take 45, 50 kids. We were getting at least 10, seven. I mean, you about two or three.
0: Right. That's, and, and the odds are stacked against them at that two or three. Yeah. Right.
1: I mean, that has to change. That has to go back to where, where was that?
0: And so that's, that's what, the goal of what you're doing.
1: And, and teaching them the, teaching them and their parents what this is really about. You know, um, kind of what we were talking about earlier with the parents, manifesting them too with the kid. If people don't understand, like, I never talk in the car about basketball with my son's team or my daughter's team. Like, if somebody called me, like, how does she play? Or how did I never do that when they're around? Mm. I could because I could be on the phone like, well, you know, this little boy he didn't do this, he didn't do that, and now my son hears that and, and when he, he go, takes that. Uh, my daddy don't think he can play anyway, so uh, you know this, that, and the other, and uh, my daughter the same way. Or the coach should have did this. Oh, my daddy said the coach.
0: Uh, and They got
1: in their head that they think that that ride home
0: uh,
1: from those games or those practices they kill teams, and people don't understand uh, that because you're, you're you're getting your frustrations out. Or how you felt about the coach or the team mm-hmm. or the game, mm-hmm. and they're there and they soaking that up, and they take that with them. They they come to practice like, oh my day, don't really think you could play no way. So, well, I ain't passing you the ball, you know. And it just they, they do. That's
0: they, they that, here. I mean, yeah, that's the culture. That's yeah, the nature. That's, yeah. They're Here. So
1: uh, those things like teaching them that and letting them understand like, this is parent part. It's okay to play with other good players. Because when you go to college, it's going to be other good players. Not all of them. So you learn how to compete early with good players. So mm-hmm. when you get to college, in high school, oh, I am leaving because he over here. Jalen Griffith. Kane and Simeon, we had Jalen Drain and Avion Morris, mm-hmm. both point guards. We No way he's coming because they're both here. Mm-hmm. No way he's This is me. Mm-hmm. No way he's coming because they're both here. Mm-hmm. His dad said, This is the school he wants to come to, this way he's going. I go, For real? He like, yeah, this is what he wants to do. So when I sat down, I said, Well, you know, he said, I'm not I'm I ain't worried about them. I'm gonna do what I supposed to do and I'm gonna play. He did what he was supposed to do.
0: And, and he, he played.
1: played. <laughs> but he didn't run away from cuz they were there. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. And a lot of kids and parents do that. Mm-hmm. They run away from it. You you can't run away if you talking about you want your baby to go to Michigan State because are going to get the best. Every year. Yeah. Every year. Yeah, so you got to be prepared for that. I don't, since I've been coaching at Simeon and the kids that went to college, I don't think many of them transferred. If they transferred, the coach left mm. when they was the fifth-year senior and they was like, now they're in the portal mm-hmm. and all that type of mm-hmm. stuff. But they didn't just transfer because he was there because they was used to competing. Mm. They knew, in my that's you a good that's a good ass point. Actually, you can't mess up in school and you probably can't get hurt on this team because he right there waiting on that. <laughs> <laughs> so you better play hurt. You you need to be doing what you need to, but that's college. That's college. Mm-hmm. You gotta compete. It's somebody waiting to take your spot every day.
0: So and, you got that 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 college feel yes. at the school.
1: Yeah. So you understand that. So when you go, you ready to compete. Mm-hmm. Guys, don't be ready to compete because the coach lets you do whatever you want to do because you're the man. He's scared you're gonna leave. He don't have any other players.
0: And that's so Simeon. Can, that ain't the case.
1: You don't do what you're supposed to do. You can leave. I got somebody. That, yeah. And there's somebody probably waiting on you to leave so they can They
0: Yeah. Keep fucking up. <laughs>
1: You transferring? Yeah, I'm gonna leave. Okay, thank good. The next thing you know, they in there. A... <laughs> but that's that's the reality of it. So that's that's what the that's what the, the skills academy because okay. it's called the Robert Smith Skills Academy. That's what that is doing. It's it's a helping the parents and helping the players. So when we train, um, we're training at a higher level than fifth, sixth, seventh, and eighth grade. We're teaching them almost mid high school mm-hmm. to college stuff. Because the last four years or five years at our camps that I worked for Nike, uh, thing is to make you uncomfortable.
0: Mm.
1: That way, we're gonna have your undivided attention because you're uncomfortable. Mm. If you're comfortable, I'm just gonna go. I'm just going. It. I'm just
0: going through the motions. Yeah,
1: but if you're uncomfortable,
0: you don't know what's coming next. You're gonna mm-hmm. let
1: me pay attention. I don't want to look bad. <laughs> right. Cause I don't know how to do it,
0: and I don't want to get called out on being yeah. right. him. So
1: everything is uncomfortable. We make them uncomfortable, and parents love it because they feel like their kid is being tall.
0: Oh, um, and for your and for your academy, you said it's going to be at Ho Chunk, um, and it's going to be a one day camp. So
1: this one here is this one here is free. Okay, once I charge a little fifty, sixty, seventy dollars, not even what these other people charge, and we go for about four or five hours. Okay, um, the guys I got who train and they some of the best in the world, but they are. High school trainers who are really, really good with kids, and they—they—they're really good guys. I, okay, I love the—I love the, the the people that I have around these kids. But this one is a what I thought about was like, how do I get all these kids in there who really good at one time mm-hmm. in one space at this age? Free.
0: Everybody likes free.
1: And invite.
0: That's what our events be.
1: Wow. So we. So we, the guys I got, they know all the kids because they're in the sector and
0: in, in that in that realm, right? So right.
1: they like, oh, we need this kid, we need this kid, we need this kid. So we sent out invites last week, okay, to all the kids. So we have a hundred kids now. and We got like ten or fifteen on the waiting list because some kids play football. They don't have their football schedule yet, so yeah. they don't know if they're going to be, be able to come. day. So we had to have a waiting list, but. This one here, I think, should be really, really good because it's invite only, and these are we don't. Most of the time, we we get basketball players. I'm not into. I don't want to take nobody's money, because no, not a lot of money, but I'm gonna drop them off and I'm gonna go shopping. Right, 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 and
0: and 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 more importantly, the kid ain't even he ain't even he 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 don't don't want to be here. He'd rather be playing the game, and he don't even play basketball.
1: Right, I don't want. That's I don't want. That's why I don't really. People are like, why you don't publicize it when you haven't? Because that's not what I'm looking for.
0: you yeah, mean you're looking for a certain clientele.
1: Yeah. Mm-hmm. I'm, on, I'm, I'm trying to build a brand. Right.
0: I'm okay. Not, you're more than welcome. Anytime you want to come on the show, and, and we definitely will get with you behind the scenes. So if you got, you know, some 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 um, some um literature or something that you want us to post on the, on the platform, or, you know, you got maybe a commercial or something at some point, like we'll be more than happy to support everything that you got going on. Uh,
1: I appreciate you guys having me. This is... Um, Part of what I want to do now is just try to help out as much as possible. Um it you know, I'm I'm a different person. I stay by myself, I moved by myself. I don't I got
0: I, I got, definitely was expecting the entourage.
1: I got, I got forty friends that I grew up with. It's 40 of us. We've been friends since we were little bitty kids. Okay. I don't need no new friends. <laughs> <laughs>
0: None. I, I ain't gonna friend. I definitely thought you was gonna cover a little entourage. No, I did. I was I'm, expecting it. I'm solo. I, I like it, though. Yeah, you I'm definitely roll so, so yeah, Okay. I'm, I'm
1: by myself. I dropped my one of the parents, picked my son up, took him to practice. I'm going to meet her back on 159th.
0: Pick him back up and head on home. And
1: we go on to the grid.
0: Okay. <laughs> Here's my last thing I'd like you to do. <clears throat> we do this with all the kids. We ask them to send themselves a future message, and I want this, I'd like you to speak in third person. So I don't know if you call yourself Coach Rob or Rob or whatever you want to call yourself, but just kind of give yourself a future message um, to yourself whatever that message whatever you want that message to be
1: coach rob i want you to continue to build this academy and continue to help the youth um, throughout the state of illinois
0: okay solid short sweet to the point
1: yeah that's i mean that's that's where i'm at now mm-hmm. you know i'm at the point of more helping you you when you coaching you, you get stuck in a climate cuz you got to help this climate is hard to I mean I still help people even when I was outside of that but this way I can seem like I can help the whole. Okay. You know, and not because some of these kids are gonna be going to HF, some of them are going to be going to Thornwood. Mm-hmm, so mm-hmm. And I'm gonna still cause one of the parents like, well when this is over with are you gonna still fo-? yeah I'm gonna still follow them around as much as I can. Mm-hmm. you gotta realize my son is going to be playing too, but any help you need from me, if you in this academy, I have no problem with helping you. You know, because you, you're you going to be still part of me. You know, when right. I'm saying, hey, this kid is in my academy.
0: He's taking what he learned yeah, from your yeah, academy. Would so like, yeah. you learn? Yeah yeah yeah. Man, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, right. I, yeah, right, yeah right, right, right.
1: right. Yeah, so that's, that's what that is. So I'm going to still be around the kids and, and try my best to help them as much as possible.
0: Who on the Simeon team this year should the state be on notice about? This year? Mm-hmm, coming up when the new season rolls around. RJ McKinney? I, I was—I swear to God on my father's grave—I was hoping you would say that.
1: I mean, I, I, I'm, I'm mad
0: that you don't get a chance to coach him.
1: No, because I think Tim are going to do a great job with him, and not that I can't coach him. I'm just mad because I don't think he is getting the recognition mm. that he deserves with all of the hard work that I see. Like people don't probably see that, but I see it, and it's showing.
0: He's the putting it in the work. Way-
1: He's night in and night out mm-hmm. is showing. Like, mm-hmm. I it, it's bothering me that nobody from this state has offered him a scholarship. That's bothering me,
0: mm-hmm.
1: now, and I'm not saying uh, U of I is he that level. Probably not. Mm-hmm. But you, Northern and you, have,
0: somebody I should I, be. He should. He should have an not, offer.
1: Y'all, something wrong with y'all. Yeah. West, what is wrong?
0: He won our MVP at the Town Showcase, yeah. our first one.
1: He, he is. We, we, uh, I'm just I'm, I'm shocked I'm mm-hmm. just I'm, not, I'm mad I'm not even shocked you know like and I'm kind of out so I don't want to call people like me but I'm going to do it in a second right, and I'll right, be right. like you need to take this kid right academically 4.0 student
0: comes from a kid. great family
1: yeah has everything he needs the makeup that you're looking for and family blood lineage is ballers yeah but yeah. What, what you what you say you're looking for you get right in him Student athlete. athlete. He, gonna do, he ain't going to do nothing he's supposed to do. He's a great
0: kid. Not going to embarrass the program. Yeah.
1: You, this is what y'all saying y'all want. Oh, we don't want kids from Chicago because of this, this, this. And now you got one who could help you, and you're not even offering. you going to Colorado to get a kid to come to Chicago. <laughs> I mean, it makes sense to me.
0: Shout out Better. to uh, RJ and shout out to his father Rashad and his entire family. Um they are definitely friends of the program. So shout out to them. Um on that note, I know we lo- we went a little bit over, but I do want to um, you know, shout out Bo Harris and my producer over there. Shout out to you, brother. Appreciate your help with everything. Shout out to Numerex and of course Derek Ellison and Shaw Town Showcase. Uh we appreciate DL. you guys being on. Yeah. That's my man. Yeah, that's yeah, he's a he's a he's <laughs> That's my guy right there. Uh, we want to thank you, Coach Rob, for being on the show. We really appreciate it. I'm, I'm, I'm to get an opportunity to sit down and talk with what a legend of your stature. I know you may not see yourself that way. Maybe you do. I don't know. But from somebody on the outside to be able to kind of sit down with a high school basketball coach with your accolades and with the type of players that you have coached, whether they become famous or not, like that, I really appreciate that. Thank you very much for allowing me to be in your space.
1: Oh, no problem. I appreciate you guys having me. I mean, we we could chop it up again.
0: Yeah, definitely. Oh, right. We love that. We would okay. love that for sure. All right, All right y'all, we're going to go. Um, we'll see y'all on the next episode. Y'all have a good night.